welcome back to another episode of We Read It One Night. We are still on our hiatus, but we are bringing you part one of our episodes on Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. This book is for the baby gays everywhere who are discovering their sexuality and falling in love. We had so much fun talking about this, so don't forget to listen to this and then check out part two, which will be linked in the description of this episode. And while you're listening and while we're on our hiatus, please, please leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. It really helps us out. It's the best way to support this podcast in a totally free and quick way. And then you can also support us by checking out our Etsy store, which is linked in the description. And we are constantly adding new cat loving, queer, etc. designs every week. Enjoy the show. rounding out pride month this month (laughs) with red white and royal blue by casey mcquiston which is i would say most people's like gateway queer romance like it really it was like one of the first i mean obviously not the first one but it was like the first like smash gay romance hit and it was my gateway queer romance and there's like a line in it about like where the main character alex is like thinking about how he's bisexual and that was when i was like oh Oh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) I read this book like a year ago and managed to forget like basically every single thing about it because I was like shocked that Alex was the one who like didn't know he was bi at the beginning. I was waiting for it to be – I was like, wait, why is he like – like, why hasn't he talked about any of the boys he's so up with? Like, and I was waiting for, I was waiting for him because I thought because because when they were talking in the beginning, I was like, oh, so Alex is like totally flirting with Henry. Like, he's like trying to like you know no. see if he can make a move. And then the whole time it was Henry. I mean, but the whole book, Alex is constantly having moments where he was like, how did I not realize that I liked men? Yeah, so, like he definitely was flirting with Henry. He just yeah. didn't realize. Well, it was, was me. I was like, wait, how could he not have realized? He liked <laughs> you dumbass. You really, Alex really is. A <laughs> And the whole dumb. thing is just his perspective. It's single perspective. So we yeah, don't know Henry. First, it's um, present tense. It. It's oh, yeah. present tense, third third person present tense, which is how Casey McQuiston does. Casey McQuiston uses she, they pronouns. So just flagging that. Yeah, like that. that's like their signature like writing thing. And it pisses a you lot of people You want to wait for the off. siren? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. All day, since starting at like 4 p.m., there have been hooligans <laughs> driving their loud cars up like the like the like muscle cars like they're like revving their engines up and down the street and i'm oh like god. god what are you doing we're in midtown <laughs> why have you come here to do this anyway it pisses people off oh yeah casey mcquiston uses like that's their like signature thing third person present tense and it a lot of people don't like it and i don't i mean i, I guess i just like don't really care that much about like yeah like, the, the tense or like you know the pov like i i I just don't really notice that much like i I definitely remember when i first started this i was like oh that's weird because i think it was the first time i'd read a book but like i was like this is fine first time you'd read a book i mean (laughs) first time i'd read a book (laughs) so first i never fucking learned how to read rachel this is how i learned how to read (laughs) is is it the hunger games or divergent that's written in present tense hunger games is present tense but that's the only time that i remember like noticing it and being not being like mad about it but only because i like already developed trust issues by that point and i was like (laughs) all right well if it's in fucking present tense we can't count on the fact that the main character is going to survive like the main character might die so i don't trust you suzanne collins in fact that is what happens in divergent (laughs) right right i don't i actually think divergent might not be in present tense though and yet she's still pulls that shit 
it. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is that people, yeah. So I don't really like care that much, but I've seen people who are like third person past tense, like all the time. And that's like, she went to the store. That's what past tense is. And then this is like, she goes to the store is third person present tense. Mm -hmm. So these people are like third person past tense, like missionaries. Mm -hmm. And for third person present tense, they'll be like, it's weird because it's like some omniscient random person is just like watching and like stalking the characters all the time and like narrating what they're doing. And I'm like, you guys are thinking way too much about this. (laughs) The more I read third person present tense, the more I like dig it. Yeah. I just, it feels urgent. It feels urgent. Like it felt felt more snappy in a way. Like I didn't even realize that until we just had this discussion, but like yeah. It feels like they're in a rush constantly, kind of, but like not in a bad way. I've I've read many Twitter threads on this, and every time I'm like, you guys, guys, this is not the hill to die on. <laughs> like, you just you need to simmer down. There there are a lot of other things that you could be mad about. <laughs> but yeah, so this this book is also it's it's getting a movie on Amazon yeah. Prime, and they just announced the cast, and oh, really? um, yeah, they announced the whole cast, and I mean, I think they did a pretty good job casting, but the only one that matters to me personally is the president, who is played by Uma Thurman. Oh, wow. Which like is that. amazing. Yeah, it is. And particularly apt because the president is constantly threatening Alex, her son, <laughs> with like bod- bodily injury, like in, in like a loving way, but every time I just picture like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill, like... <laughs> Every time one of those scenes happen, it's like Uma Thurman in the background. Who's Alex then? Because how are they gonna? I'm just he's like a, he's like a relatively un, like both Alex and Henry are like I'm sure that they've been in stuff I've never seen them in stuff before. I think they're like up and coming like new twenties um, actors. He's thirty years old. <laughs> All right, whatever. Taylor is a car Perez. I'm just wondering how they're gonna make Uma Thurman's son be like average height, but maybe they'll make the dad short. No, the kid the kid is six one. They didn't make him average height, whatever. And then also this version, because we obviously listen to the audiobook. If you are still surprised by that at this point, <laughs> I can't help you. Uh, we listen to the audiobook and Oh, sorry. I, I just looked up the Henry actor. He's oh, I really don't like that. They dyed that. his hair. No, it's he the looks, face. It's his the eyes. The initial pictures I saw of him were weird, but I people he, like did some on set photos and he I think looks like weird. Macaulay Culkin who's like who Macaulay Culkin, if Macaulay Culkin was a serial killer, like who's about to murder oh me? Oh my god! No offense, but like full offense. <laughs> All right, I'll link the cast list below. Oh god, mixed with <laughs> so like mixed with like Dylan Sprouse, but like in the worst possible way. I'll post the cast list below. You can make your judgments. I think overall they did pretty well. Um, in the audiobook, so in they recently who's the um, Queen of England? <laughs> oh, Betty White's dead. I don't know. I think she's just a random like <laughs> white lady. They released in like a recent reprint of the book they uh, edited out all the harry potter references which were still in there in the audiobook because they usually mm-hmm. like don't change audiobooks unless, the, unless there's like really significant changes which i really appreciated because i just anytime i read a queer book that's been published recently that has like harry potter references in it i'm like right like are you kidding right right are you are you joshing me right now like if there's like a really popular and i won't say the title of it but like a book that like came out in like 2019, 2020. And like every other interaction the characters have is like them making Harry Potter references. And I was like, uh, who allowed this in the year of our <laughs> Lord? Like, like who allowed this queer book to be published? I mean, I just think in general, 
remove the Harry Potter references. But yeah, some people were like butthurt about that. What I will say is that, I mean, this book is like chock full of pop culture references, but it somehow, I don't know what it was about it, but like so often that kind of thing feels like forced and just like, yeah. I don't know, like cringy, but it, it didn't feel like that. It felt very natural throughout, I thought. So without further premise, ado. Without further ado, the premise of this book is that the first son of the first female president of the United States falls in love with the prince of England, who is not the heir to the throne. I have a bone right. to pick about this. Oh, for sure. You it's know, insanity. Actually, let's just do this now. Yeah. So many times throughout the book, A, they're constantly like, oh, Henry's an heir to the throne. And I'm like, he has an older brother. And sister. So this universe both takes place, like ha- references stuff, because like the president before President Claremont Dia, like Claremont in this was Obama. So like, like regular history exists. It, like everything is the same except for the British royal family, which is just all <laughs> made up people. <laughs> like it's just all new people. And presumably it's like the queen and then she has one daughter who's um, the princess and then the daughter has three kids, Philip, Beatrice, and Henry. Henry is not going to inherit. His older brother got married, is like going to produce children. Like he's not going to fucking inherit. And I was very annoyed every time they said he would. Like, he was an heir to the throne. Yeah. Even more horribly, they kept calling him a Prince of Wales. And I was like, the Prince of Wales is a very specific title that belongs to the direct heir to the throne. So his mom is Princess of Wales because she's the next in line. He is not the Prince of Wales, nor will he ever be the Prince of Wales. And like, I I understand where Casey McQuiston has gone wrong because Prince William and Prince Harry, like a lot of times in, despite like the royal family's name being Windsor, a lot of times in the common, whenever they just have a first and last name, they're like William Wales and Harry Uh Wales because their dad is the Prince of Wales. Mm -hmm. So I understand where she, she may have gotten confused. But I was like, God, no, stop saying this. Every time it happened, I wanted to hurl myself. I was like, this is the most basic of research. Like, all you have to have done is, like, heard of Princess Diana to know that Henry would not be the Prince of Wales. (laughs) And that's why the first time I read this book, I was so confused for, like, 75% of the book. Because I was like, wait, is Henry going to be the king? Like, the king's going to show up, like, younger. Who the fuck is Philip? I was so confused. (gasps) Oh. Maybe we maybe Philip is younger and like we're just assuming he's older because he got married first and is like a boss oh, no, and that's older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's rant rant over. <laughs> yeah, it was really dumb. They kept they just kept saying like how he needed to like Well, and that's the other thing. I spent the first like three quarters of this book thinking that so it's going to be like a problem that they're together. Like they're going to keep it secret for a while, right? Obviously. And I thought the main – I thought the problem was like, yes, they're gay. Like, okay, that's like something the royal family is going to try to keep hush hush. But I thought like an equally big problem was that it would be like, I don't know, like like conflict of interest for like Alex's mom to be president and then he's dating – right. <laughs> Right. That turns out to not be a problem at all. However, which makes sense because then I, I had a brain blast like when I was almost on the book. I was like, wait, that's like literally what they did like for all of history. They would just like have like people from different countries marry each other. Like that was like the thing to do, yeah. you know, which like how was that? I don't know. I guess it was. I guess it was an issue that people would be like, oh, we don't want like Spain controlling us or whatever. But like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were also like, oh, Henry has to pr- get married and produce heirs. And I'm like, again, Why? 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 Like, even if Philip doesn't manage to have kids, Beatrice is right there. She could also have kids. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Why does Henry need to have kids? 
Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's it's just dumb. Well, we do know that Philip doesn't like kids. So maybe Philip actually has, like, this whole secret plan to, like, not have kids. And that's why he's – that's the real reason. He's such a busybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pip. Pip. The one thing Philip has going for him is a cute nickname. It's true. He definitely never uses it, though. No, they call him that, though. But, yeah. They call him Pip? Yeah, they do. Oh. I didn't come up with that. I didn't even know that was a nickname Oh, I Philip. thought – well, I knew that, like, Philippa is Pippa. Mm, true pip makes sense yeah but only philip wasn't such a terrible name um <laughs> like the name philip i don't like the real prince philip he was also a dick do you think casey mcquiston named him philip after the real yeah. prince philip because they were it's a weird like choice yeah horrible it's a weird <laughs> choice yeah like why did she like why keep some of the real names but like oh, not. right that's also why i was confused because because prince harry obviously prince harry's real name is prince henry Mm-hmm. that's his birth name so right. i was like oh and i love casey mcquiston like basically like alex basically like Meghan markle's henry and i was like this was before like Meghan markle and harry escaped so like <laughs> casey mcquiston like predicts that like person of color comes from u.s shows True. like royal family second son that he like doesn't have to be entrapped <laughs> by this thing and like whisks him away <laughs> <laughs> yeah because also oh, that's the other thing is like at one point henry's like oh i'm gonna i'll just abdicate like if i have to i'll just abdicate is that a thing can you like can anyone in line abdicate because like imagine you're like 30th in the line and you just like <laughs> it's just the most dramatic like the fact that you have such a dramatic move in your back pocket that whole time, no. <laughs> you just abdicate. You're not even king. You're not even queen. You just like no. I mean, you. I think you, it's not abdicate. You remove yourself from the line of succession. It's like that one. Who is that? We were looking at that one guy who's like I don't know, fifteenth in line, and he's like the he's like Roman Catholic, so he can't be. Oh, they king, do. So, so it's yeah, like a lot of people. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's confirmed, the head yeah. of the Church of England. It makes sense that you can't be part of a different church if you're going to be the head of the Church. <laughs> Yeah, that bitch that everyone that bitch that everyone really likes in our polls that I'd never heard of, but it's like apparently very popular. You know who I mean? Amelia or something? Windsor Spencer? Oh, Amelia mm. Windsor. Is it Amelia? I don't know, but she's she, I think she got removed for getting confirmed as a Catholic. Yeah. It's also the, the guy that the guy that almost won. The beard man. Not the twink. The beard man is like Roman Catholic and he's also he's like the highest person in the order of succession that mm. like Oh the Murphy the Derpy Beard Man. Yeah. Whoever if you're listening to this and you voted for him the Instagram poll, like shame on you. It's, what is his name? <laughs> Something Windsor. Derpy McDerp Derp. Edward. Edward Windsor. I mean, it's my fault because I picked the best picture of him, but I still didn't think it was very good. Like look up his Wikipedia page. Oh no. <laughs> but he's like, he looks like you know, Junie from Spy Kids. He's like that, but like a million times worse. Oh, wait. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm, I'm glad that Spy Kids came up organically because <laughs> like halfway through this book, I had a, I had what I thought was a total brain blast. I was like, oh my God. The siblings, the, pre- the first family siblings are Alex and June and they're Mexican just like the Spy Kids. And then I had to realize that their names are not Alex and Junie. What the fuck are their names? But what are the, what is the girl's real name? Car- their names are Carmen and Junie, but it's Alexa Vega. Alexa Vega plays Carmen, which I think is why I thought it. But Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it, maybe this is all just an elaborate, like, Spy Kids AU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Headcanon confirmed. 
I feel like we should, I feel like we we're like talking about a lot of stuff, but we, we still haven't really set up the structure. Okay. So here are, here are our major players. We have president. I don't know her first name. Cause I always wrote it down. as just Alex's mom, president mm-hmm. Claremont. She is the first woman president in the United States. And I just, okay, I'm going to digress again. I just want to say parts of re- reading this book were supremely, supremely painful because it really, I mean, like, it's a good thing. It's about a fucking prince and they're constantly making fairy tale references because it's like once upon a time there was a golden version of america in which we had a woman president and (laughs) she had biracial children and she was divorced and also like the majority of the country supports queer people and sexual predators get called out and punished i was like what is this this is a mystical land and especially like right now with like all the shit it wasn't as painful the first time I read it, but it's just like right now. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, yeah, no, supremely painful. And at the end, like during the election, I was like, this is having given me war flashbacks to like Clinton versus Trump in 2016. Like I'm I'm feeling really triggered right now. Here's the thing though. What's stopping Uma Thurman from running for president? I don't know. It's she's an actress. And she's married to oh, French. She guy. was married to Ethan Hawke and their daughters in Stranger Things. Their daughter's what? Robin in Stranger Things. Who's Robin? Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. How yeah. interesting. Wow. Anyway, Uma Thurman, 2027 million. Uh, what year is it? Why didn't you just concede to Uma Thurman right now? <laughs> yeah. Whoever you are out there planning to run, just, just make it make it easier. Put Uma us. Thurman on the ticket. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We've already elected two actors. I don't know why we can't elect a third. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, yeah. So, it's President Claremont. She has two kids with her ex-husband, who is also a senator. And their names are Alex and June Claremont Diaz. And Not in that order. June's older. No, right. June's older sister. Whatever. They're all from Texas. They're all, like, really obsessed with being from Texas. That's important. Just keep that in mind later. They have a bunch of support staff who were mentioned. They also have a best friend, Nora, who is, like, the vice president's granddaughter. And she's, like, part of the White House trio TM. Yeah. And then there's Henry, and he's the youngest son of Princess Catherine. And her mom is Queen Mary. And he has two older siblings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. There you go. Major players. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for some reason, yeah, the White House trio like all lives in the White House. I mean, Nora doesn't, but even though she's the granddaughter, she gets to like hang out and do everything apparently. It's basically implied that like the reason they all live in the White House is because of Alex. Because like June oh, yeah. is like, June has been, well, classic older sister parentified. But also like Alex is just such a mess that both June and Nora are like. Nora doesn't live to- no, but she, she moved to D.C. Yeah. She transferred to D.C. Mm-hmm. to like Georgetown or like wherever mm-hmm. she goes. Like she transferred mm-hmm. to a decent school because <laughs> they're both like, yeah, Alex, he's he's far too much of a mess to be left like, to his own <laughs> devices in the White House. Like we, we, we got to move down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason I mean, so Alex is still in college at the beginning. He like graduates like halfway through the book. And he's like 20. So he's like 22. And this book a lot of times gets categorized as YA. And it's like, it's obviously not like they're adults they are like explicit sex scenes. It's not YA, but there are elements of it that like feel YA. And it's like, so there's like an interesting debate about how like books by women, queer books, and then especially books by queer women are all often like miscategorized as YA, even if they're like, they're very clearly not YA. It's like a, you know, sexism and like queer phobia problem and like book selling. 
And this book is always used as the example. And I'm like, yeah, but I remember the first time I tried to read this book, I gave up after chapter one because there's just something about the very first chapter that feels very much like this is a 16 year old kid. Like the like vibes that, that were just, I was like, he feels like a child. And there are elements of it. I mean, because like, yes, he's in college. Yes, he's like a legal adult and like they drink and shit. But like, he's, it's very much like those themes of like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to mm-hmm. transition to adulthood? Like, I'm still technically in school. So like, I, I mean, I, I guess it's like technically new adult, just like new adult doesn't really exist in traditional publishing. Which is so weird. Cause it just seems like such a like... They tried to make it happen and it were caught off. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know either. Something that I thought was funny that we learned in the first chapter is that apparently the entire like suite where the first family lives – did I did I read this wrong? I definitely listened to it. I went back and listened to it twice. The entire suite used to be one visitor suite for the Marquis de Lafayette. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) What? We just crammed my whole first family into some French guy's like guest house. Like what? Okay, but do you understand the Marquis de Lafayette? No, I we're don't. talking about we're talking about gay icons like the Marquis <laughs> de Lafayette. Like he's like, I'm not staying in one bedroom. I literally <laughs> want a whole fucking house within your White House, and like that's what you're gonna give me because I'm the reason you won the Revolutionary War, which he is because he got France to support them. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I was like, this is complete. I was like, I don't know. I didn't verify whether that's true, whether like the, the first <laughs> family does live in like the Marquis de Lafayette's former giant suite. But I was like, I believe it fully. <laughs> <laughs> like it checks out historically for sure. <laughs> and the book starts out like the very first line is like, there's like on, somewhere on the roof of like the White House, right, like, beneath right. a loose panel, one of the first children carved what is it like don't get caught like or something like that yeah it's like it's basically just like do what you want but just like make sure nobody finds out which was very much like that's the theme of this book yeah (laughs) in case you forgot (laughs) you're like okay so there if you there were any doubts in your mind they're definitely gonna get caught (laughs) absolutely gonna happen thank you oracle of delphi like (laughs) prophecy delivered (laughs) yeah (laughs) so okay so where should we launch into it they're going to the royal wedding which is the aforementioned prince philip prince pip if you will marrying martha (laughs) which is a very not i don't know that just doesn't seem like the name of like oh i was gonna say it's extremely oh i was gonna say it's extremely on the nose like martha just maybe because i've recently been thinking about like how martha stewart does not actually own martha's vineyard (laughs) and both of those like so long yeah (laughs) both of those like people and location like feel so like bougie and just like white airy linens like cape cod but like british you know like i can totally see it but I, I can also see – I can also turn a, a different side of my brain where Martha is, like, earthy and, like, farm right, worker. Right. It feels too, like, Stout. old American lady specifically. Mm, maybe. I really like that name the more I think about it. But I can – but I not – I don't like it that much because I can always, like, flip the switch, you know? <laughs> Martha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we start – so just, like, before, like, set up, Alex is obsessed with politics. He's like, I'm going to be the youngest senator ever. Okay, he's so obnoxious. I hate and people June, like that. I mean, he grew up like he grows. I know, I know. Well, I'm, no, 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 no. It's more just like I'm. I think I'm just thinking of like specific people I've known like that that have all been like bad people. Uh, yeah, I feel like generally that type of person, like smarmy ass. Yes, right. And then June like wants to be a reporter, but obviously like can't because she's the fucking first daughter, and like right. no one's gonna let her report on like political issues. Right. <laughs> um, and also at the end. 
I'm just gonna bring this up now. At the end, like she's like, I got the book deal. And I was like, do you remember them mentioning the book deal mm-hmm. before the very end? Because I was like, what book deal? No, the only thing I remember is like one time then Alex being like, I wonder if my if I tell June about my thing with Henry, if it'll make it into her memoir. So it's like a fucking memoir. Yeah, I just no, it's a yeah, it's a memoir, but I was like, What? Like, <laughs> I have no memory. Like, I know she's like a writer, like that's her thing. She like sometimes writes speeches for her mom and things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm like, okay. Anyway, and June like doesn't really like she doesn't like politics. She just like no. kind of wants out. She's like not into it. And then Nora is basically just like a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. And Nora and Alex like dated briefly, but then they also just like pretend to date sometimes to fuck with the press and like cause yeah. scandal. They're just like friends. They were like, ah, oh, this is yeah. like- They're all best friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Wait, so wait, at- wait, wait. So, I'm what? sorry. Before the press, <laughs> I have a lot of notes for this. So, there's a Secret Service agent. Her name is Amy. She is a former Navy SEAL. And I'm also, I think she's like, a trans woman as well. Mm-hmm. But Alex is like, she's a former Navy SEAL who is rumored to have killed several men. And I, I understand the, the the spirit of this line. You know, it's like badass woman who's like, oh, like she's mis- she's mysterious. She may have killed several men. We don't know. But I was like, she was a Navy SEAL. She's definitely killed several men. Like confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way she has oh, not killed if several she saw, men. If she saw combat. She was a Navy SEAL during the Iraq war, Rachel. She definitely saw combat. Mm, yeah, true. So the thing about <laughs> Secret Service agents is that they don't get fired when there's a new president, right? Like they typically like stay and roll over. So but Amy's like so involved in the campaign and like specifically at the end, there's like a scene like when, you know, spoiler alert, they win when she's like celebrating and like FaceTiming her wife and everything. And I'm like, is that like what would normally happen? Like I feel like as a Secret Service agent, you're supposed to stay like pretty neutral and not be involved in like the political Definitely. side. Like that's well, kind of the Amy's whole point. Like, planning on retiring. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. I'm staying on for the first female president and then I'm dipping. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like the head gets rotated out. Maybe the head is more of like the political position. I don't know. But... I don't know. Well, because there's also secret service stations that still have to protect old presidents. Oh, you know for what sure. I mean? like, yeah. Old presidents mm-hmm. still get constant it's protection. True. So maybe they and like the president's kids up until they turn 18 mm-hmm. get protection as well post White House. That's so, it. Only 18. Yeah, until they're adults. Oh, wow. I think, you know, it's a case-by-case basis, but, you know, like generally adult children of the president and former presidents, like, don't get certain. Mm-mm. Anyway. Anyway. So, okay. They're at the royal wedding. Yes. There's a fucking delicious sounding cake. Like, I will give this to the fictional royal family. I really want some vanilla buttercream right now <laughs> on, like, a yellow cake. Like, I could just taste that in my mouth when I was reading it and now when I'm telling it to you. So could Alex and Henry. Unfortunately <laughs> for everyone at the wedding, <laughs> yeah, they don't get to, <laughs> they don't get that taste. Good, good buttercream um, because yeah. Alex and Henry, like, push each other into the fucking cake. And, and it costs $75,000 or something, right? Oh because it's like a 20 tier cake it's like a huge yeah. fucking cake and they knock it over so basically alex and henry are our nemesis they're specifically alex is like he is my nemesis and i'm like listen i appreciate that the first time we see henry and alex interact is technically violent but like i'm gonna need actual attempted murder for someone to be an arch nemesis mm. no no i'm so here for the you're my enemy but like you don't know me at all you don't know i exist you don't know that you're my enemy but you are my enemy that's my no, like, favorite Henry does know because alex <laughs> henry's just like totally stoic every time they interact uh-huh. and then alex is like every time they interact he's like fuck you henry i hate you and henry's like why are you so obsessed with me like i don't understand the first time they actually met was at the olympics alex came up to henry and Henry turns to his secrets to his, you know, whatever, like security people, and is like, Can you make him go away? Can you get rid of can him? Can you get rid of him? And at the 
Beatrice hears that and he's like, what the fuck, dude? And then when he tells Henry that, like later on, Henry's like, oh, I didn't realize you could have you heard that. <laughs> I didn't realize you heard that. <laughs> just another thing I relate to, just like thinking that people somehow like won't perceive like yeah. the things you're doing. <laughs> Maybe for Henry, people just like pretend like close their right. ears. Like even if they can, they're like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Alex does like Alex is not totally unjustified in like disliking Henry. Like if someone did that to me, I would definitely hold a permanent like one hundred percent. There's also June has June's like really into pop magazines and there's like an old one that Alex got his grumpy little twelve year old mitts on with a picture <laughs> of Prince grumpy. Henry. A picture of Prince Henry and that's like, like when I really all started. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I saw a picture of thirteen year old Prince Henry and he was like smiling and carefree and I always wanted to touch his hair and like I would like, stroke <laughs> the picture and like I didn't understand why and like I even wanted to take it out of the magazine but my fingernails were too stubby for like peeling back the staple <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh man boy oh you got it bad <laughs> um oh and also alex is like the press is always comparing him to henry i guess because mm. they're both like the younger sons of like world leaders and he's like i don't like it because like henry seems like so perfect and like i feel like i never like have it together he's just he's he's very upset but then henry and june dance and alex is fucking fuming he doesn't realize he's fuming he's just like i don't know why i don't like that i just don't like he's such a smarmy little bastard i don't i don't fucking like he's absurdly jealous and he's like oh he's so self-centered like he's gonna get pictures and he's gonna start a dating rumor with my sister and like i'm like obviously she's a beard you dumbass like this man is gay like she's beard but he doesn't know this and he like locks eyes with henry and it's described specifically as like something like annoyance or adrenaline spikes through his chest. And I'm like, or alternatively, not annoyance or adrenaline, but love. Arousal. <laughs> Arousal. Oh, oh, where exactly is it spiking through? Like, are you sure it's not going lower than your chest? <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> and then he gets like super drunk um also i just i i can't figure out a smooth way to to put this in but at one point june is like what's a buy count like i don't know i keep meeting oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like me too june like before <laughs> i went to buy count who loved me me too <laughs> are there really that many though that should be meeting like I just think it's a closed universe. Like so, they had their little um, quote homoerotic frat boy mishap with the cake. <laughs> and the necessity, like that's like a big like press scandal. Obviously, Alex gets drunk and he's like, "What is it? It's a oh, oh my god! I just had a what Taylor? What's the Taylor Swift song that's like um oh gorgeous? It's gorgeous. Oh, but like I just so feel like, I don't even I don't know if it's exact. Yeah, insanity to you, your face because look at your face. And I just feel like there's there's some part of it that yeah. I can't think right now. It gives me very much the vibes of like when I get drunk, I want to touch your hair. Like that's Alex right now. <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah and he's like why like why do you suck so much and henry's like do you ever notice that like you're the one who always comes up to me mm-hmm. and like not the other way around and then like henry turns to leave and alex tries to be like don't don't turn your back on me and then he like grabs his arm and then they trip and they fall into the cake and yep. they're the only ones who get to taste it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well but like if it's that many layers like Surely there's some that didn't touch the ground. Yeah, but they're like, not going to eat. Like, it's- you're above scrounging. <laughs> Me, if I were Martha, just like running over in my yeah, like, reception dress, yeah. being like, it's above it. Five yeah. second rule. One of yeah. the bi counts like repels in from the ceiling. <laughs> 
Just yeah, I wish we got more from Martha. Like, I wanted her to, like, be secretly, like, badass. I have hope for their future marriage because, like, Philip simmers down by the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, they can finally, like, start fucking instead of producing ears. <laughs> <laughs> like, Martha may finally be allowed to come. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> so this causes an international incident. And they have to do some uh, PR work and pretend to be friends, basically. So it's going to be a fake friendship to fake love to outed love story here and Nora is like two enemies forced to make peace that's very Shakespearean meanwhile Alex like three pages ago was like I want a Shakespearean love story and I was like oh that? that's well first of all I was like Alex it's a Shakespearean love like, story yeah. I, don't know, I was imagining like as you like it like that's one of the ones <laughs> happily yeah but Alex was like I want a Shakespearean love story and 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 I'm like you like do you? That's called foreshadowing. <laughs> I was like, I'm clever, clever, <laughs> Casey McQuiston. I see what you've done there. <laughs> so they have to learn like a fact sheet about each other or whatever, and it's all like fake PR shit. But we do find out that Alex's favorite summer Olympic sport is rhythmic gymnastics, which is very respectable. Like that's neat. That deserves yeah. more hype. This doesn't really come up that often, but this one part is like really funny here. Where like he, so he makes lists to calm down, like in his mm-hmm. head, and he is like, "I've been making them since I was a kid when I made a list of strengths and weaknesses of my elementary school yeah. classmates." <laughs> so like, that's what makes me think. Why were you doing us. that, you psycho? Yeah, like I know, like this book makes us like Alex because he's like you know the main character or whatever. But like, <laughs> I would not, Alex would suck it. I'm not on. Uh, like he would not be. He doesn't have friends for a reason. Like no offense. Yeah, right. Because like, throughout the book, he's like, "Have I made another friend? What is this?" I am shocked. Like, and he he graduates college, and he's like, "All these people I've never talked to want to take my picture. Like maybe I should have talked to them." Like, all right, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, "Why? What? Like for for what, Alex? Why do you need to know their strengths?" <laughs> you need to, like, like, what and what? Are you planning on offering careers counseling, or are you planning to challenge them to a battle royale? Like, what kind of strengths and weaknesses are we talking? It is like kind of an elementary <laughs> school thing to do because I feel like it's vaguely similar to the time in the fourth grade where, like, our desks in fourth grade were set up in like fours, like so, like they were all like pushed together, like facing yeah. each other, and my desk mates and I like wrote a const like made like a nation but we were each individual states and like we wrote a constitution and like I wrote like a declaration of like desk independence that I found like two years ago just like among my things and like we all signed it and I was like it's just like the weird shit that I guess fourth graders just do like (laughs) like so I was like maybe I shouldn't be judging Alex that much because like I did this odd thing (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And that's definitely something I remember being like assigned to do before, but like never being and having any interest in whatsoever. <laughs> like, you know, we did it of our own. You know, when free I did will. Model UN, I didn't like participate no. even a little bit. <laughs> I just like went well, to no, Boston. We did it. I just remembered. I just had a, I just had a, um, another memory unlocked. We did it because like we would constantly like, you know, when you like, you know, put your first two fingers and you like pretend like you're walking. Mm. So we would like do that, but we would like pretend to invade each other's desks. <laughs> and like we would like battle it out with our fingers. <laughs> like so that's why we needed to like write the treaty and like for <laughs> the rules because like we kept battling each other. Do you remember who these people are? Like do you think they would remember? Yes, I remember exactly who they exactly who they are. Um I will not say their names. But yes, yeah, so they're reviewing the fact sheet. And, like, Nora and June are quizzing Alex. And I just want to point out that, like, Alex 
gets the majority of the answers right. And he's like, yeah. just because like I've I've done a lot of reading on Henry's Wikipedia page, like that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> he knows so like knows his parents' full names, like he knows all this autobiographical information. Oh I was my like, God. And you didn't again. And I asked, you did not realize that you were queer before now, like from the, from the hair picture stroking to the Wikipedia page reading, never crossed your, to the, to the later on, he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, in like college and high school, like I, or like in high school, I like hooked up with my best friend, Liam, like, oh, you yeah. know, just like, like what two bros <laughs> just do, they just like get drunk and they make yeah, it out. Like, like, you know, he's like, totally he's straight. Like, <laughs> he's like, it can't mean I'm queer because wouldn't I be like freaking out about this? Like, wouldn't I be like concerned that I was into boys, but I'm not. So I must be straight. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, Alex, for someone so smart, you are so dumb. <laughs> no thoughts. He has two brain cells. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Henry is kind of just like a celebrity at this point. So like, I it could know. just be like a celebrity obsession, you know, like he knows a lot about it. Like he knows very specific details. You know what I mean? That like, I don't like, I like Harry. I have a celebrity crush on Harry Styles, but like, I don't fucking know his parents' names. <laughs> like People do, you know. I know, but like, that's usually like to crush level. You're not just like a fan, you know. <laughs> what does it mean that I know Taylor Swift's parents' names? <laughs> I always knew you had a crush on Taylor Swift. I'm just well, waiting yeah. for you to fully realize yeah. it. I feel like I'm, but I don't know. I, I get like a weird like FOMO whenever I see like other fan accounts on TikTok because I'm like, you know, so much more than me. Like I like to get to your level. <laughs> You gotta get to the level of like the thirteen year olds who are just like have like unlimited like time to yeah yeah, yeah to go to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, that's what like all the fandoms that I was a member of in like middle school. Like I still know like so like top tier stuff about them because <laughs> I just had so much time to like really develop special interests. Now I don't. <laughs> okay, so Alex now has to like fly to England for like just a Saturday oh and yeah I'm like, I understand that this is like a PR thing but like surely the taxpayer money should not be spent on like- right like they're like oh you'll fly out on Saturday night and come back on Sunday like for Monday classes and like you couldn't have even left on Friday like just to make it worth it that's like how I don't know when people talk about going to Europe for a week as a kid I'd be like how is that worth it like why wouldn't you just go for a month and then I realized that like <laughs> most people's parents don't most just like have don't have this like <laughs> which sucks but like when you're but but the weekend like you're a college student you can take the weekend like i don't know just weird but they show up and they like you know have more little like sexual tension hissy fights it's at polo practice yeah and henry rides in on a white horse oh yeah it's important to note that i love being around the bed on a pristine white horse Alice is like, oh, I feel so gross getting off the plane. Like, I'm all jet lagged and gross. But, like, at least Henry is done with his sports practice, so he'll be gross too. And then Henry comes galloping around the bend on a pristine white horse. In, like, <laughs> listen, and polo outfits, they have those, like, tight mm. pants. And, like, polo outfits are nice. Like, they're not as good as, like, baseball uniforms, but, like, they're they're pretty top tier, yeah. I'd say. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, so then they're, like, they have to take some pictures. And, like, Alex is like, let's just get this over with. And Henry's like, I'd rather be waterboarded. Your country could probably arrange that. <laughs> Alex is like, go fuck yourself. And Henry's like, there's not enough time. <laughs> fuck me yourself, you coward. <laughs> oh, my God. So then oh, – oh, and something we, we didn't say is that, like, Alex has to sign this, like, super detailed NDA to, like, hang out with Henry, which is not 
I feel like that's not weird. I feel like it'd be very expected. But he acts right. as if it's so weird. He's like, oh, it's like the paperwork you'd get from some perverted millionaire who wants to hunt you from for sport. And I'm like, you really expected anything else from the royal family? The royal family? And then, like, later on, we find out that anyone that Alex has, had to, has hooked up with, like, ever also has to sign an NDA. Like, what are – I don't understand. Alex, <laughs> again, Alex has two brain cells. Like, they can only really be dedicated to, like – breathing and like one other thing <laughs> that's why he makes the list so he goes down like one at a time like down <laughs> like all right this is the thing i have to think about and this <laughs> um, yeah so alex is staying in kensington palace in the guest wing and he gets up in the middle of the night to go look for um ice cream he specifically wants elados which is like a I guess Mexican brand that he used to eat as a kid, but they couldn't get it. So they only have like, quote, dumb British ice cream or something. Which like, again, I really appreciate the British food slander. Like, well, no, because no, because what it turns out to be is Cornettos, which is very respectable. And I don't think it's I actually know, British. I know, but like they make fun of beans on toast at yeah, one that's point. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> as he's like moping that they don't have the right ice cream or whatever, a shirtless Henry comes trundling around the corner and he's like, oh, <laughs> sorry, like, I ran out of ice cream and I knew they fully stocked you. <laughs> so I came to like poach your ice cream, <laughs> your Cornettos. Which is great. And wait, right, right before Henry wanders in, Alex is FaceTiming with Nora. And Nora, like, I forget the context of this, but Nora's like, I bet he's gay. Ha ha ha. And I was like, that's called foreshadowing. <laughs> and then like as Henry leaves, he's like, I didn't know you wore glasses. Because like Alex only wears them in private. And I'm like, why are you so interested, Henry? Is is it so you can add them to your fantasies tonight? Like, are you gonna add a little glasses? Playing a in glasses there? Like, removal step, yeah. Like, I see, I see what you're doing. Like, you're making sure the picture is complete, <laughs> and I respect that. And then the next day, they're going to a hospital for cancer kids kids with cancer they go to the hospital and for some reason alex is like oh i bet henry will be like super bad at this like as if he hasn't been like literally born and bred for exactly this type of shit yeah like what <laughs> um and so like obviously henry is like great with the kids and alex is like why do i want you to be the daddy of my future children <laughs> so, Hen so yeah henry he's like bonding them he's like genuinely and then he like bonds with this little girl over like their mutual love of star wars i would like to call out henry on this nonsense star wars star wars take that he has because so he asked the little girl he's like who's your favorite character and she's like princess leia or whatever um, and she's like and i have a crush on han solo and he was like me too <laughs> for some reason alex doesn't realize that he's gay <laughs> And he's like, my favorite character is Luke because the message of his character is that it doesn't matter who you are or what family you come from. You can be great if you just believe in yourself. And I was like, okay, first of all, that's corny. Second of all, Luke is a Skywalker. What yeah. the fuck do you mean? The whole point of his character is that he has a father who is the strongest, like most yeah. sensitive person in the galaxy. Like, of course it matters where he comes from. Like, Maybe Henry's thinking of it as like himself. So like his family is super powerful, but he's like, oh, they want me to be lame, but I can still be cool even though they're I just no I was just like I was like this feels like a stretch I was like I feel like you should do like you should have done like my favorite character is Han like he's a black sheep but like he can be good and he can be a hero so I was like yeah this feels like a stretch and this is constantly referenced sir <laughs> the analogy does not work you tried you've got the spirit but it doesn't come through <laughs> so I'm sorry so they're done speaking with the kids and then right on time there's like a where Security <laughs> breach and shoves them 
into a sh- security closet, except instead of Uma Thurman, it's Sean Henry's security guard. And they're like literally on top of each other. I just want to say the reason is the kerfuffle is that like there may be a gunman. And I was like, in the UK? A gunman in this hospital in the UK? Sounds oh, unlikely. <laughs> maybe for the prince, you know. Just, like, I know, random. but like I was like – you couldn't have picked any you couldn't have done like a rabid fan <laughs> it turns out to be like quote some stupid kids trying to bring fireworks for their friend and they're like oh what dumbasses!" but like your friend's in the hospital like and they want fireworks the sound implies that the fireworks <laughs> went off in the hospital, <laughs> <Rachel>. <laughs> like it's like it's like a popping sound yeah. like, what are you gonna do just bring them bring them like lame boxed fireworks and not set them off they gotta see the fireworks come on <laughs> think about it allison <laughs> But yeah, so they're in the closet together. Yeah. And they talk more about Star Wars and like Henry's favorite movie is Return of the Jedi because for some reason that means he's a hopeless romantic. Because that's a happy ending and Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Alex has the basic bitch opinion being like it's Empire Strikes Back because that's clearly the best one. Which one is that? Is that five? Yeah. It's the one where you find out Darth Vader's Luke's father, like that one. But I was like – and like listen, I know like objectively – Empire is like technically considered to be the best one but I just like if somebody tells me that like Empire is their favorite movie I'm like oh so you don't have your own opinions and I just like it could legitimately be your favorite movie but I am like predispositioned to judge you for I know like oh Empire really you're just gonna go with like what everyone else says sheep (laughs) and i know it's a bitchy thing to do Uh, (laughs) and i was like i know empire is objectively good (laughs) yeah so they get out of the closet wait no 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 no. they talk they talk about why in the closet they talk about why um alex hates henry they clear up the real olympics yeah it was (laughs) you heard that (laughs) get him out of my sec you heard that? He's like, I was a dick because my dad just died. So his, Henry's dad, like his mom's the princess, but his dad is like a former James Bond. Basically his dad is like Sean Connery and he died, he died of pancreatic cancer when like Henry was like 12, like 13 or something. Like it was very like horrible. Yeah. So Henry was like, my dad had just died like a year ago. And I was like, in general, like those like few years, like first few years, like I was just a dick to everybody. And he's like, I'm sorry. And Alex... <laughs> This is your favorite moment, Rachel. Alex has a other people have emotions moment. Oh my God. He's like, other people have feelings. Like, wow. I, you know, I did know that his dad had died right before then because of my Wikipedia page. (laughs) But I didn't put it together that that may have affected him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I didn't register for me, but like, wow. Glad that that's completely in line with Alex. It's become part of your character, Rachel, because like you pointed out so much. I know. When I heard that, I was like, let me just write that down. Like I need to mention and bring it up to Rachel. Uh, Alex. <laughs> I'm just picturing he's like I'm picturing Cusco from Thumper's New Group. <laughs> Henry at this time. They exchange numbers and Alex is like, no booty calls, ha ha ha. And yeah. I'm me. Oh, just you wait, buddy. Yeah, just that's I thought that was Alex like trying to testing the waters, like to see because no. I I still didn't realize that like Henry was the one who already knew he was gay. Like <laughs> you give Alex way too much credit. <laughs> like imagine if you're Henry and you hear that, like you're like, wait a second, all my hopes and dreams. All right. <laughs> like I see what you're I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> 
And then they just go back in the closet and start making out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of like clandestine, clandestine makeouts. Oh, it's it's like point. every time they hang out, <laughs> it's like in a broom closet. <laughs> so <laughs> Alex goes back home and he starts like texting. Like they start texting all day, every day. And it's just like a nonstop onslaught of like flirting and like, you know, just general like – you know, teenage romance, except they're in their 20s. There's another instance of um, foreshadowing where Alex is like in, he's like, because he's like a political science major or whatever, but he like, he's in some sort of class that like seems to specifically deal with yeah. like presidential sex scandals, yeah. which like, where is that class and can I take it? Because I think that would be fascinating. Anyway, so he's like texting yeah. more and he's like, I'm in my presidential sex scandal class. And like, like, what are the chances that one of us will end up in a sex scandal? Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, oh, that's not, a, that's not a fun part of foreshadowing. That's sad foreshadowing. Like, oh, no. Uh, ha, ha. Funny. Yes. But not funny. But not funny. Ha, ha. Funny. Weird. <laughs> I also would like to point out that this audiobook narrator, who was already on my last nerve, pronounced gifs, gifs. He pronounced it GIFs. He only does it once, but it was one too many times. He also, Rachel, I would like to formally apologize to you. So, listener, Henry has a dog. He has a people. The dog's name is David Bowie. However, okay, the audiobook narrator pronounces it Bowie. And I remember the first time I listened to this book, I was like, this idiot pronouncing like Bowie wrong. And then like, for some reason I came to the conclusion, I was like, oh no, he's a dog. It's a pun like bow, wow, wow. And then Rachel texted me this time and was like, is Bowie like, is that on purpose? And I was like, oh yeah, it's like a pun, but it's not because, because later on he says just regular David Bowie and he pronounces it Bowie. And I would just like to say, this is not one of those situations and with some people just it's, it's not like aluminium versus mm-hmm. aluminum and squirrel versus squirrel i looked up <laughs> i literally looked up david bowie pronouncing his name and he pronounces it bowie and in fact in How fact there's people? an interview he's british david bowie's british and he and he has the interviewers like oh you had a daughter you named her zoe so it's like zoe bowie Ha ha ha. <laughs> so this audiobook narrator, like, what, you just not know who, does he not know who David Bowie is? Like, is that what it is? He was like, who is this random musician? Ha ha. Oh, <laughs> like, bow. Bow, wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you. I would have accepted the dog pun. That's objectively funny. Yeah. But no. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe. You know what it is? Maybe. He's a huge, he, ever since he was a kid, he was super into music. And so instead of like, hearing people talk about he would just like read a lot of books you know he was like a kid who reads a lot of books about musicians and it's like it's like one of those words that you see it written down and you like come up with a pronunciation in your head and then you always say it like that maybe he was like in a cult and his parents didn't let him like actually listen to any music or like hear pop culture names so he had to like sneak books like matilda style like sneak in books from the library and like even though he's been corrected as an adult like it's never sticks so then like this whole book he just like <laughs> okay but his job is <laughs> i just love this like dramatic backstory you've created for this random audio book. <laughs> <laughs> on the fly baby let's see um ramon ramon de ocampo he's an actor she's an ramon actress. de ocampo cult but she ain't got no news. Are, are you seriously looking up <laughs> cult? No, he was raised just outside Washington, D.C. Doesn't in he Virginia. 
He went to Carnegie Mellon. That's after he escaped the call. He was in a movie with Maggie Gyllenhaal, which means he might have met Jake Gyllenhaal, which bad sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, no evidence of a cult. Unfortunately, well, they, there wouldn't be like cults are very good at saying secretive. That's true. Secret like cult. his biography pretty much starts at college, so like, I mean, who's to say? It's a long time of unaccounted for time. Yeah, interesting. Ramon, explain yourself. <laughs> very suspicious. Yeah. Another R named yeah. character with a tragic backstory is Rafael Luna, who is a gay Latino senator and Alex's BFF slash role model. And they call him Luna throughout the book. I don't know why they don't call him Raph or Raphael. And he's basically like, Alex, you need friends. And also you're definitely gay. Like that, that was, that's the only note I have. And so, yeah, they, they like, <laughs> they eat Skittles together, which is nice. So I would like some Skittles and buttercream yellow cake. Oh, <laughs> I know. And then they have like a family dinner, Alex and June and their mom and their stepdad. They each have to have their own pizza because apparently there was some sign of kerfuffle in like the first year of the <laughs> presidency. I don't know. Yeah. And the mom is like Oh, the mom is like, I want you to join my campaign. Alex. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna hire you guys. Alex is like, Yes, yes, so excited. And June yes. is like, eh, I don't really want to do this. Ever say I wanted to do this. Oh, and then so okay, so continue like to Henry and Alex texting and a quote that I I mean something I really liked was like Alex was like, Yeah, it's so easy to talk to Henry because I like genuinely do not care what he thinks of me so I'm just gonna be like as weird or and manic as I want to and I just like relate so hard to that like there's just like certain people that like I go into like being friends with them being like I you know take it take it or take it or leave it like I do not care like yeah. you can, if you don't like it you can stop responding I'm just gonna be as like literally as weird <laughs> and manic as I want to be like <laughs> <laughs> I like those are the best friendships. Yeah, like, definitely. Like most stakes. Like, like you're yeah. like, I don't give a shit. Something that pops up that I just wanted to point out is that both Henry and June are fans of 2005 Pride and Prejudice, as they should be. Mm, I miss that. He also is really into sailing, and I like I. Alex was like, I just like learned so many tedious details about sailing that I would ever care to know. And I just like reply cool eight hours later, <laughs> which ironically enough, Alex was just like, I'm going to be as weird and manic as possible. I feel like that's the response you get from some people like it, when it's just like when you just like info dump and then like eight hours later, it's just like awesome. <laughs> like, well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes people just send me paragraphs yeah. and I'm like, I mean, this was like nice to read, like cool, but like I really don't have any like other oh, no, response. I'm, no, I'm other always than- the one sending the paragraphs and getting the one word response eight hours later. I oh, would never, no. I would never just send the one. I, to be, to be completely upfront, Alex is, this is yet another strike against Alex for sometimes- people that I'd want to be around. <laughs> sometimes I just get, sometimes there's just a lot and I get overwhelmed. Oh, and for I'm sure. Like, I, I'm acknowledging that I have received this. So I give it like a thumbs up but like I never come back to it I never (laughs) I'm like I I'm like okay uh, thank you for telling me this (laughs) but like I don't have anything else to say in relation to it the reactions and and iMessage is really like truly one of the best things to happen it is the thumbs up is like almost passive aggressive at this point Unless you're just like, unless it's like information. Well, it's, like, I'm, it's usually just like, I, like for me, so it knowledge, just like you got it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's more proof that Alex is definitely into men and he's like a complete fool for not realizing it earlier is that like at one point, like it's like either like Nora or June is like making fun of him and like points out how he likes to watch videos of Justin Trudeau speak French. <laughs> he just likes to watch it. And I'm like, Alex, you dunderhead. 
And I'm like, listen, I, I will give him points because Justin Trudeau is objectively hot. Like he's definitely one of like the top tier world leaders in terms of looks. But I gotta take points off for the French. Do you know who Justin <laughs> Thoreau is? I think that's how it's Yeah, pronounced. isn't he Jennifer Aniston's ex-husband? I have no fucking idea. But I made a TikTok <laughs> about how I can I can not like my brain can just not ever remember what Joe Alwyn looks like, like Taylor Swift's boyfriend. And Someone commented on that, like, that's like me with Justin Thoreau. Like, I just – I have no idea what he looks like. And I scrolled past that comment for two days before I realized <laughs> that that was a separate person, that they weren't just, like, misspelling <laughs> Justin Trudeau. Yeah, like, that's what – For the – he's, like, an actor or whatever. The, I only know him because, like, he, he and Jennifer Aniston were, like, married for, like, two years and I kept seeing articles about him. But when they first did articles about him, I was like – Jennifer Aniston is dating the Canadian Prime Minister? What? Jennifer Aniston is going to be like the first lady <laughs> of Canada? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, are we just not going to talk about the fact that their names are like two letters off? Like, I don't know. We have the famous turkey pardoning. And this is really, I feel like, when they like fully, fully, like their bond is like complete. Alex finds out that the two, so every Thanksgiving, the president pardons a turkey. I don't know what crimes these turkeys have supposed are supposed to have committed, but they pardon them. But and I did know this already from the West Wing. There are two turkeys that are brought to Washington D.C. and, and the one? best behaved turkey gets what? pardoned, and the other one gets sent off to be. What the fuck? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I'm not. That's so fucked up. Oh my fucking God. That's some Hunger Games shit. What? <laughs> the best behaved turkey. I hate our country. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the straw that broke Rachel's back. Like this is the final could- the final what? Anyway. I guess they gotta like help out those meat subsidies somehow. Like I don't know. Yeah. So fuck? Alex finds out that the turkeys are going to be housed in a five-star hotel and he's Oh like, yeah, this is fucked I can't too. The taxpayers. I can't let non-human animals have anything good, nice, like as if we don't eat their bread. My watch, and I was like, "Yes, Alex, please, please, like when like the military budget is like tens of billions of dollars, please concern yourself over like a five hundred dollar room." And like, what do you mean? Like, why? What? Why do you think the turkeys don't deserve it, Alex? Like, yeah, they're forced to be in their cages in his room. So Alex is like, "We will put these wild animals. These, I mean, they're not wild. These animals." in my like priceless historical room yeah in this historic house and then alex it turns out is scared and like they come in his room and then he's like i'm just now wondering in quite a worried way whether i might have made an error because he's scared of them because they look like dinosaurs they do understand large birds like Like, i too would also fear that they would attack me he's like they're gonna attack me because they know that like i i robbed them of a five-star room and i was like as they should Alex, maybe you deserve to be pecked a little bit, like gobbled at. <laughs> yeah, like you really rob them? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, and then he's like, oh, like what if I turn my back for a second and they like fight and kill each other? And I'm like, you are just projecting like to the extreme. Like <laughs> what if turkeys ever – turkeys aren't the violent ones. Turkeys aren't the ones who are going to be committing like genocide for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like a turkey – literally a turkey genocide. Like <laughs> – 
It's Am I wrong? Thanksgiving is a celebration of genocide. Well, we're not trying to wipe out the turkeys. Like No, no, but Thanksgiving in general. Like, oh, oh, the yes, origins yes, yes. of Thanksgiving is yes. a celebration of genocide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he calls Henry and they're constantly like, calling each other at like 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, can I just say that like the UK and Washington, D.C. are only, what, four hours apart? Five hours Five, apart? Five, sometimes six, depending on daylight. Uh, yeah. Days. But if we can communicate with our grandparents that are six hours apart, like with not that much trouble, like they should, this should not be a problem. Like you don't even need to be up at four a.m. You could talk at two and seven. Like it's not right, but they're not. These aren't like planned rendezvous, like phone calls. It's usually like Alex. It's like ten a.m. and he calls Henry, and Henry's like canonically an, an insomniac. So like mm-hmm. Henry wakes up and they're in bed and they just have late night. So yeah, it's not like hey, I'm gonna call you at eleven forty-seven p.m., which is five forty-seven a.m. Your time, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they're not planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we also learn of the other animal, important friends, important listeners. Mm. The other animal is his sister Bia's cat, cat, Mr. Wobbles. Mr. Wobbles. Amazing hey. name. I adore when animals are just names like Mr. Silly Word. Like, I love it. In a refreshing turn of events, David the dog and Mr. Wobbles are friends. Like, they're homies. That's why, like, like Al- or Henry's like, oh, I want to kick out Mr. Wobbles, but, like, he's here to play with David, so like, I can't <laughs> yeah, have a date. I love, like, I love that Henry just calls him David. Like, he doesn't say David Bowie because initially Alex, like, judges him for it. No, Alex yeah. is like, why would you name your dog, like, dog David? Like, what is he, like, a fucking tax-like guy? And I was like, listen, again, I love human names for pets. I hate names of, like, Spot and, like yeah. – whatever like Lemonhead. no name him yeah. like jeremy like yeah. incredible no, i don't know if the dog's name is david bowie or if it's just david after david no bowie. no no it's, it's because david, of david bowie but it's i don't david know david bowie because because henry's david? like his full name is david bowie and alex is like well then why doesn't he just you just call him bowie that's much cooler david's a great name for a beagle it's a phenomenal name. it's like scott brown yeah scott brown I forgot about that we never talked about that we read it was a tweet <laughs> that we read a few years and I, I, oh I think it was like diplomat to like Australia. To Australia. Yeah. As a dog. Yes. The way it was phrased was like, oh, I can't, I wish I could remember. I thought we could find it. It was something <laughs> sad. It was like about like a cat dying or something. It was like, Gracie the cat has died. Like Scott Brown has sent, like, but the way it was phrased, it was like the US diplomat to Australia's dog, Scott Brown. Like was whatever, and like the man's name is Scott Brown, but it sounded like they were just in the talk name was Scott Brown. I was like, it's just an incredible. Like- <laughs> I love it. Like I, I, I really want to name an animal Scott Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Henry talks. He like both makes fun of Alex about the turkeys and also like talks them down. Also, Henry eats Jaffa cakes. Oh, yeah, that's what Mr. Wobbles comes in to try to get. Well, our brother used to love Jaffa Cakes until he had, like, the mold incident. No, no, no. It wasn't mold, Rachel. Our little brother loved Jaffa Cakes, which for those of you not in the know are, like, orange, some sort of, like, jelly something covered in chocolate. Our brother would eat boxes and boxes and boxes of these things. And then one day he bit into one and there was, like, a worm or, like, a maggot in it and he hasn't touched it since oh see yeah i didn't know about that until like years after like i just thought he suddenly stopped liking jaffa cakes oh else i found it wait wait wait. i don't even think it was a tweet it was a quote in an article okay wait so it's really sad so it's because paddles the first cat of new zealand who is like triply polydactyl it looks like like she has double thumbs she got hit by a car and died no. but the tweet the, the article is like 
Many followers and fans of the cat, including the dog of the U.S. ambassador to New Zealand, Scott Brown, shared their condolences <laughs> on social media. So the way it's it's very ambiguous. Like it, it, the dog, the dog is Scott Brown. <laughs> the dog's name is Gracie Brown, though, which is still pretty good. Still a person name, but yeah. not as good as Scott Brown. Poor Paddles. Oh, I love that he was named Paddles because he yeah. had paddles for hands. Yeah, look, he has double thumbs. He has You're like so seven big. fingers. Yes. Anyway. I think this is the first time they have like a random phone call because they, they've just been like texting and emailing up until this point. Yeah. Like, is- I think this is their first phone call. And and it's and I noted that because they don't know how to hang up the phone. They don't know how to say goodbye to each other because they love each other. Also, though, every time they have a phone call, I just like like they're calling each other on their cell phones. And I'm like, but, but what about the long distance fees? Why aren't you concerned about the American taxpayer paying for that, Alex? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think it's not a landline. Remember back in the day when we had that like convoluted intermediary to call Bob Mendetta so that it'd be like cheaper, like only 10 oh, cents yeah, a we minute. Had to call, like, of, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a 17 digit like, yeah. oh my gosh. The turkeys are named cornbread and stuffing, by the way, which is kind of insensitive in my opinion, but I thought it was cute. <laughs> I want, you know, I feel like green bean. I feel like that there's like a third turkey somewhere named green. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I think it is FaceTime audio because they originally don't have like video on. And Alex is like, why don't you have your video on, you coward? And Henry's like, well, I'm doing a face mask and watching the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I was embarrassed. <laughs> and, and at this point, Henry's still, I mean, Alex still doesn't realize that Henry's gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, I was waiting for, like, Henry to figure – yeah, I don't know. Well, no, Henry's no he's gay. Henry never has, like, a like a crisis of coming out. No. Henry's no he's gay the whole time. Gay as a maypole since the day I popped out of my mom. What's the next big thing that happens? Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas. And so Merry Alex, Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So Alex is, like, thinking about how – this is just a very tangential aside, but as a kid, like, his dad used to be the one who did the cooking and stuff. And he's, like, thinking about – thinking back to, like, his mom, like, opening the oven and, like, being annoyed that there was, like, pots and pans in there, which mm. I never thought about. Oh, like, what made you think of that? Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, so our family always used to store pots and pans in the oven. Like, so every time you wanted to use the oven, you had to take them out. And I don't – I guess that's not something most people do. Um, <laughs> I made a talk about it. It didn't do that well. But, like, the people – they got – like, people did respond. It was all, like – no, like, I'm Hispanic and, like, my whole Hispanic family and everyone I know is Hispanic, like, does this. And, like, I forget who – it was maybe, like, Korean or something. So, like, is it just, like, an yeah. immigrant thing? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. But it doesn't make sense because it's, like, the mom's the one who doesn't cook that much. Like, she makes pizza bagels. But wouldn't it make more sense for, like, the person who does cook to not do that because you want to be using the oven? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it – it seems like the kind of thing that would, you would do if you don't actually use your oven that much, you know? But it's definitely not as, like – no, like not how it's, it works I think it's out. just like a storage thing. Yeah. So they're all having Christmas. The dad's there. Um, they're having like one big happy family. And the dad and mom get into a fight about like the dad who's the dad, the dad is also a senator. Like he's also in politics. He wants to join the campaign trail. And the mom is like, no, they we can't remind the voters that I'm a divorced woman. It pulls mm-hmm. bad. Which like fair. Like that's and the dad's like, they already know you're divorced. And I'm like, yeah, but there's such a thing as like availability, heuristic, like you, you know, front and center. So yeah, Alex has kind of like a meltdown. He runs away from the table and like goes and FaceTimes Henry <laughs> and <laughs> and B picks up and she's like, Henry's got his candy cane gym jams on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we need to start calling pajamas Jim Jams. Like it's it's a fantastic. It's like one of the few phrases that the British really like nailed. I think. Yeah. But yeah. So like, and during this fight, like June is like once again the parentified mediator. Like she's trying mm-hmm. to calm everyone down. And Alex, like he like yells at everybody and then storms off. And he was like, "Oh, I know I shouldn't have done that. That was such an asshole move." And I was like. Mm. Was it though? Was it an asshole move? I don't know. It seems kind of justified. Like he, all he said was like, "Hey, it's Christmas. Why can't we have a family dinner without you guys fighting?" Right. I feel like that's a very fair request to make of your parents. And then the next thing is the big White House trio: New Year's Eve, smash and bash at the Ding Dang Dog Plaza Hotel, but like at the White House, and (laughs) (laughs) and they do this every year. They invite, like, some semi-famous people. But, like, based on the, like, I don't know, the descriptions. I didn't write it down. But, like, the descriptions of who's coming. It's, like, the children of celebrities. Like, medium-grade, like, country singers. Whatever. It seems like Prince Henry coming, like, will 100% be, like, the highest profile. Like, yeah. Which is weird because, like, why aren't actual famous people invited to the White House? You know what I mean? Like, I think – but here's my thing. Maybe they will be. But then I'm also imagining, like, I'm sure there are, like – there's like the New Year's parties, first of all. There's like Times Square and there's one in mm. LA. There's one. So there's those. And also just imagine like famous people have probably like much cooler part. Like, I mean, a party at the White House is cool, but like it's probably like kind of lame. You know, like in turn, like you probably, you can't go, like comparatively, you can't really go as wild. Yeah. I think Alex is just like not as cool as he thinks he is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So Henry shows up with his best friend, whose name I'm blanking on right now. It's not Pez. Pez. What is it? It is Pez. It's okay. Pez, which is the nickname for Percy. Mm, yeah. But he's like Pez. Pez, like the candy. Yeah, Percy Okonjo, yeah. Nigerian, like rich, very, very rich. Rich, very flamboyant man. Yeah. And he shows up and he's like immediately in love with June. <laughs> it's like I've been begging Henry to introduce us since the wedding. <laughs> like, And then they're all just like, you know, living it up. Henry at one point is like, they're listening to like a song which is obviously low. And he's like, did that man just say sweat drop down my balls? (laughs) Like, you really never heard, like, it's a song called Get Low or Low, Henry. Like, yeah. And somehow you've never heard it, but you can still, like, immediately understand the lyrics. Like, I feel like there's no song (laughs) that I can understand the lyrics. Yeah. Like, the only lyrics of that song I know are, like, she got them apple bottom jeans. No, it's a different song. Wait, it's not sure to got low, low, low. No, this song is a to the window, to the wall, to the wall. Oh, I didn't know that was The cool sweat dropped down my balls. I don't know what it's called. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so basically, yeah, they have that whole interaction. Oh, these bitches crawl. Also, like, get low. See, you get low, get low, get low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't have to do that. We're going to get copyright striked if we sing the whole song. Uh, it's Lil John and the East Side Boys featuring the Ying Yang twins. Yeah. Wow. That's very <laughs> early 2000s. Yeah, the first time Alex sees Henry, he's like, oh, it feels weird to see him in person. Because because we are friends. Just because we are friends. It's cool to see my friend in person. My yeah. friend. My platonic and friend. His, and his hair in person. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing on the get low um, <laughs> trend. They, they're like, you've never danced to this song? Like an awkward middle school dance. But then Alex essentially does like the equivalent of like an awkward teenage mating dance with like Ted yeah. Henry. Where he's like, he's like twerking and like doing like, he's like, with like, off, he's like grinding. grinding with Nora. He's like, come on, let's go. It's yeah. Just like, it literally is. It's it's a mating dance. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a bird of paradise. Boner like, to boner. Like, right his there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So then it's midnight and Alex and Nora like just they traditionally kiss on midnight just for like funsies like stir up shit. So they kiss and then Henry gets mad. He like storms off. He just like wanders off into the crowd with this bottle of champagne. He's an angry elf. Yes. (laughs) And then he Alex like I guess goes to try to find him because he's like, oh, it was kind of it was so it was like so fun to have my friend around all night. Where's Just my friend? friend? Yeah. <laughs> and they go what? on yeah. <laughs> into the snowy like outdoor yard. And they're just like chatting. They're hanging out outside in Washington, D.C. in January. Yeah. Like without well, <laughs> Yeah. But to be fair, like they just came from like presumably a I very know, sweaty probably, dance it's floor. It's like butt fuck cold in like Washington. Yeah. Yeah. But like they're all sweaty and like, you know, you yeah. stand it for yeah, like 10 minutes. That's even worse. It, it, it cools you off. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, but you're like so. Yeah, I don't know. You know the feeling though. You come out. Henry's like, been out there for like 20 minutes. At that's least. true. Like, yeah, well, we don't know doing? that he hasn't taken not taken off his peacoat this entire time. To be honest, <laughs> like, it's part of his uniform. Yeah, and Henry's like, do you ever wonder what it would be like to be a normal person? And like, this is like not specifically the time, but like several times throughout, Alex is like, he just like gets defensive when Henry like assume he's like what do you think i'm some kind of like amateur like i'm just as much in this as you are henry but i'm like eh, there's a there's a difference like henry was literally born into this role yeah. he will never be able to leave it his entire life and family whereas like alex like yes he's in the spotlight but he had a pretty normal childhood like he will not always be fa- you know what i mean like he it's not the same at all yeah and henry is basically just like i have people that i want to date but i can't do that in my position and basically he's like very like all but saying the words i'm gay and i have a crush on you but alice is like what what do you mean what could you ever mean why can't you date the people you want to date and then henry is like pinching the bridge of his he's like oh my god i love him he's so handsome but he's so stupid and this is literally the point that i wrote like wait i can't believe alex didn't know he was He was by the beginning of this, like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Two brain cells. He didn't make a list. He can't process it because he didn't make a list. No, dum-dum. He was too busy grinding. He should have ground pencil to paper is what he should have ground. He shook one of his brain cells loose during that grinding and it hasn't reattached itself yet. No, it's like freezing to death. (laughs) It's it's like shivering, like, oh, it's the little match girl of, like, fucking brain cells. I was like, I only have five matches left. But yeah, so then Henry is like, oh my God. Okay, well, clearly words do not work with you. Clearly you are a learner by action. And Mm -hmm. so he just like kisses him. And Alex is like, ah, in his mind. Mm -hmm. And then like kind of kisses him back. Definitely enough for them to both have tongue. Oh, he totally kisses him back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying it's not like a, like he gets over the surprise. And then... Henry pulls, and we didn't know Henry was gay before. <laughs> Henry pulls the gayest move I've ever seen in a book, in which he pulls away from the kiss, runs away. But not only does he run away from Alex and just go to a different part of the White House, he leaves the country. Yes. And then ghosts Alex. <laughs> and I'm like 100% picturing, like, they just get on Pez's private jet and just, like, zoom away and meet. That's like, exactly, Pez has, that's like, exactly yeah. what happens. That's what he says. <laughs> self-control they have no measured responses to anything it's like zero or a hundred and then henry just like 
Well, and then neither of them text each other for the next like. Few no, Henry weeks. ghosts him. Alex yeah, they go. Yeah, what was that? And Henry just ghosts. <laughs> yeah, and this is when Alex has his like crisis. He's like, well, like thinking about his friend. Of course, Liam, I'm straight. Yeah, he's, our senior year, like we got drunk and made out for an hour. And I must be straight because I didn't have a sexual crisis about that. So, like, obviously, that has to mean I'm straight. Or me and Liam would watch porn together and jerk off. That has to mean I'm straight because if I were into guys, it would have felt scary to be with one. No. Oh, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no. And he has, he has these two lines, which, are, which aren't funny, but they were more, they were like more for me. This is the point where I was like, oh, where he, at first he's like, how was he supposed to know if he wanted to look like other guys or he wanted other guys? And I was like, wow, yeah, I spent the last 15 years being like, I don't like girls. I'm just like jealous of them. Like, I just like want to look like them because they're pretty. No, but then you had that. And then you have the line where he's like, straight people, he thinks, probably don't spend as much time convincing themselves that they're straight. And I was like, all right, that's it. Casey McQuiston has punched me in the face. Like, (laughs) I'll accept it. Like, I get it. I understand now. Like, okay. And I went back and literally when I fucking came out on my fucking Instagram was like a week after I finished this book. Oh, my gosh. I was like, okay, I can't, you know what, like, the theater kids couldn't do it for me, like, all the gays I was friends with in college couldn't do it for me, but, like, this book finally just, like, kicked me off a fucking cliff and was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, why aren't you talking to him? Well, wait, does, so, wait, Alex reaches out to Henry and Henry doesn't respond. Is that actually what happens? Because I was like, why? Because Alex tries texting Henry like a few times. And then right. Okay. 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 Herself. All right. So I missed that because I was thinking like, I feel like Alex, even if Henry is also not texting Alex, I feel like it would still be Alex ghosting Henry in this situation because the ball is kind of in Alex's court. You know what I mean? Like Henry's the one who kissed Alex and he's the one who yeah, like but freaking Henry's out. Yeah, but Henry's Well, sure, sure. But <laughs> like – left the country. <laughs> Well, yeah, but like, because I don't know, he went out on a limb and he's like, doesn't want to. But he ran out. He didn't even wait for a response. Yeah. <laughs> and then left the country. And he's like, sorry, a family emergency. <laughs> Sir. And then, and then Alex makes, bringing back to the lists, he makes a list of all the men he's found attractive. And he's like, wow, I can't believe I didn't realize. <laughs> and he's like stewing over this at work. And like he goes to ask Nora, who is by what she thinks. And basically Nora's like, Oh, like we I thought we like already knew about this. Like, are you yeah, I was she's confused like, what you're asking? <laughs> she's like, wait, 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 wait. Are you coming out to me? Oh, oh, okay. I thought we were passive. Okay, like let me rewind. Let me like, you know. Nora's like, you've been Draco Malfoy level obsessed with Henry for years. <laughs> like you <laughs> Like, what the fuck do you mean? And she's like, of course Henry is gay. And, like, Alex is like, no. I see pictures of him. Like, he's dated women. And Nora's like, yeah, because he's a fucking prince of England. Like, have you noticed that the, there's pictures because they're always photographed? Like, Don't you know that, like, most of the times when celebrities are photographed, like, they call the paparazzi on themselves. Like, you under, you know this, sir, as someone who right. is in the tabloids. <laughs> She's like, you've literally been like, you have, you've had this like schoolboy crush on Henry. Like you've, you literally know his sleep schedule. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> and, and then Henry, I mean, Alex calls Liam 
his aforementioned best oh, yeah, friend in high school. Yeah. And he's like, did we have a thing in high school? And Liam was like, I, I'm on a date with my boyfriend right now. Are you, <laughs> are you sincerely asking me this question? And Alex is like, okay, message received. <laughs> Bye, <Liam>. <laughs> <laughs> like, all I can tell you is that I acted like the stuff we did back then wasn't gay, but it was super, it super was. (laughs) (laughs) Two bros sitting on a bed watching porn because they're not gay. Yeah, making out. Giving each other hand jobs, like literally masturbating mutually. (laughs) I feel like somehow the making out feels even more like what, like what? What are you talking about? Like Like what? Oh, we just got drunk and we just had a little fun. (laughs) (laughs) um so then they had their next like bro friend appearance like to to quote unquote pretend to be friends for the media no 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 alec henry arrives at a state dinner yeah but that's not like a specific friend okay 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 and they're still not talking but henry walks in and alex is like his suit is so reserved and elegant perfect i just want to rip it off like (laughs) and then he's like talking and and we get that we get another it's just like in um how to find a princess like Alex is like, ooh, I just hate the way the his like the word curves around his accent. Like, I don't even like British accents. I just like Henry's British accent. <laughs> Which oh, I forgot to I forgot to mention like um, the the audiobook narrator as we've gone ad, ad nauseum has a lot of faults, but he does have a decent British accent uh, for like an American audiobook narrator. Oh, I was like, oh, he has a pretty decent accent. Like, it's not like Royal Holiday. Terrible. oh like, no, no i was like yeah, oh, I didn't even you know what good yeah. for you right right yeah i mean it's a hallmark that i didn't even like notice like that's how you know right yeah. right only time i noticed him doing an accent was at the very end like henry does a fake american accent for like one oh. word and that's the only time that stood out to me so it's like yeah yeah so so this audiobook never can even do like british person doing a fake american right accent, accent. yeah well like it sounds like there's like a distinct yeah. like british person doing american accent the very like nasally yeah e, yeah e, yeah so so alex is like henry looks like he's about to make a run for it i'm not above a flying tackle <laughs> like that's just an excuse to touch henry alex right, like, don't exactly. pretend like you just don't want to like roll on the floor with him. yeah <laughs> alex is like Henry looks like he's about to dip, and I know how fast he can leave the country, so I can't <laughs> let that happen. So he's like, we're going to go in, literally to the next room because my Secret Service agents won't let me go any farther. <laughs> and we're going to talk. And like, he just like pushes Henry against the wall, against priceless antique furniture, and they start making out. And then this begins our many, many, like, you can tell that Casey McQuiston was writing this when like Hamilton was first like really big, like Hamilton the musical, because there are so many Alexander Hamilton is. Oh, hundred percent. It's yeah. like insane, but so right. they start making out against a picture of Alexander Hamilton, who you all know is our favorite bisexual founding father. Yeah, they make all these references about like things about Hamilton from like that they knew like way back when. And I literally remember thinking like, "Wow, it's so interesting that they were so into Alexander Hamilton like before <laughs> the musical even came yeah. out." No, they even reference the fucking Alexander Hamilton biography that the musical is based on. Like yeah, the Ron yeah, Chernow yeah. biography. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, like, but I, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, all right, Casey, let's simmer down here. Yeah. Um, but and then and then they have to like they hear people start coming into the room, and Henry has an erection, and he has to hum, he has to hum, God save the queen, in order to lose his erection <laughs> because it's his grandma. <laughs> my god um and so alex is like 
you are going to come to the West bedroom on the second floor tonight. And if you fucking ghost me again, I'm going to get you put on a fucking no fly list. And like, what a threat. Like, can you, that's no joke. <laughs> like you do not want to be, that's like getting banned from TikTok times a thousand. Cause you have no recourse. Like they, you will you never can. find out. You'll, they will never tell you why. I know they're technically like supposed to now, like sometimes, but like it will not happen. And you will just never be able to fly again. I guess like, I mean, does that apply to private jets? <laughs> like Alex has his like, I, mean, I, don't, know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a threat. No filists are are no joke, my dude. Yeah. That's like the one perk I feel like of being like the child of the president, honestly, is like that you could you would probably be like the only person in the country that could actually get off the no fly like <laughs> once you're put you on. You just never be put on the no fly. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> God. Like, so yeah. Um. <laughs> definitely wouldn't let you around your parent the president if you were on a no fly. <laughs> God, uh, what they would just like? What would they do? Like, just... well, that again. That's why they wouldn't put you on the no fly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like if they put you on the no fly list, like you're not going near the president. Yeah. <laughs> Henry takes the threat seriously as he should, and he shows up. And Alex is like, he's like, it's been almost five years of foreplay. Like, enough is enough. And he's like, I've done the research. <laughs> I've seen the diagrams. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> they give each other blowjobs. Yeah, and I literally was like, wait, so Henry's had sex before? Like, how did I totally misremember this as Henry being the one who had to realize he was gay and, like, not having any experience? <laughs> Henry's had sex for the first time he has sex is with one of Philip's college friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. we find yeah. that yeah. out like, later. Like, it's a yeah. little tidbit later. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like Philip. And it's, it's funny yeah. because at one point before that, Philip is like, you always used to hang out with me and my mates, like, who are manly men. Like, why can't you hang out with more of them instead of, like, flamboyant pens? <laughs> yeah, and and I'm like, yeah. interesting, interesting. <laughs> Henry lost his virginity to one of your manly men friends. Yeah, yeah. I Philip is just, he's yeah. horrible, but also has been, like, manipulated a lot by the grandma who just yeah. like sucks for all. There's like, like no how redeeming qualities the queen the is, the, is the villain of this book. Yeah. She truly is. Yeah, <laughs> the queen and then also like the Donald Trump parallel Richards who is like the Republican nominee. Oh yeah, true, true. So yeah. like he's Donald Trump. There was also a lot of, there was a lot of like American politics parallels. Like there was like a Bernie, when he was talking to Rafael Luna, like there was definitely like a Bernie Sanders parallel. It was like, he's like an independent and like, oh yeah, know, Vermont. Yeah. Like this old, I was like, yeah, so now they're boyfriends. Yeah. We find out that Henry. I don't even know if I want to put this in here, but he he laughs when he comes, apparently, which <gasps> maybe I, maybe that's kink shaming. I don't know what that is. It's just fucking weird. I, I don't know. I cannot think of this. A, the, okay. I've definitely seen that in a different in another book. And it, it was it wasn't this book because it's distinctly a het book because the guy is like, oh, she laughs when she comes. And I like that. So it's a thing. It's not I, a thing I've experienced, yeah. but I feel like we should stop here so alex and henry are now secret boyfriends tune in next week for how they're going to manage to be secret boyfriends and also have an international relationship and then get outed <laughs> and also for more mr wobbles mentions the cat <laughs> <laughs> yeah cat scale next week so rachel where can they find us on instagram facebook and youtube TikTok. No, and TikTok. I couldn't remember what the third. Oh, because I blanked TikTok out of my mind because of the. <laughs> because of the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> um, at We Read It One Night at those three.
Twitter, it's at We've Read It Podcast. Gmail, if you want to email us suggestions, thoughts, literally anything, um, that's We Read It One Night at gmail.com. And you can also leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. If you would like to reference this particular episode in your review, what can they put, Allison? Tell us which founding father slash U.S. historical person besides Alexander Hamilton do you think is most likely to be queer? My vote is Franklin Pierce. My vote is Benjamin Franklin because I just found out that he- Oh, he's de- he was queer, like confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> he wrote an ode to his dead pet squirrel. <laughs> Apparently, I found out from- I found I found this out recently. Apparently, <laughs> squirrels were extremely popular oh, yeah. pets in the American Revolutionary period, and yeah, and Benjamin Franklin's squirrel. He was apparently well traveled, like in the ode. Like that's that's the quote. Is like, wait, let me find it. Um, he was he was killed by a dog. Oh, his name was Mungo. <gasps> I lament with you most sincerely the unfortunate end of poor Mungo. So few squirrels were better accomplished for he had a good education, had traveled far and seen much of the world. As he had the honor of being for his virtues your favorite, he should not go like common scugs without an elegy or an epitaph. Let us give him one in the monumental style and measure, which being neither prose nor verse is perhaps the pro- properest for grief. Since to use common language would look as if we were not affected and to make rhymes would seem trifling and sorrow. This is the start of the eulogy. Alas, poor Mungo, happy were thou, hadst Wait, thou this known is the my start of the eulogy? Yes, that was just the intro. Happy <laughs> word thou, hadst thou known thy own felicity, remote from the fierce bald eagle, tyrant of the native woods. Thou hast not to fear for his piercing talons, not from the murdering gun of the thoughtless sportsman. Safe in thy wired castle, Grimalkin never could annoy thee. Daily wert thou fed with the choicest viands of the fair hand of the indulgent mistress, but discontented thou wouldst have more freedom. Too soon, alas, didst thou obtain it, and wandering, fell by the merciless fangs of the wanton, cruel ranger. <laughs> Learn hence, you who blindly wish more liberty, whether subjects, sons, so squirrels, long. or daughters, squirrels or daughters, that apparent restraint may be real protection, yielding peace, plenty, and security. You see how much more decent and proper this broken style, interrupted as it were by size, is for the occasion than if one were to say by way of, by way of epitaph. Here, scug lies snug as a bug in a rug. <laughs> oh my god! I think my favorite part of that was the part where um, Benjamin Franklin put daughters and squirrels on the same level. Yeah, subject sons, squirrels, or daughters. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was fabulous. Is the lesson like don't yearn for freedom? I guess it's like curiosity killed the cat. Is what it is, and oh, <laughs> as it is were. It? Kind of, yeah. It's like don't. It's like he wanted freedom and he got it by getting eaten by a dog. (laughs) So he's in little squirrel heaven. (laughs) Related to this podcast, Benjamin Franklin created the first free public library in the United States. Wait, I skipped over some of the footnotes, but Rachel, it was so long. It was so sorry, sorry, sorry. We can link it. Can we? We'll link it below. Wait, wait, like I just, just want to. I would just like to note that if you are trying to refer to squirrels generally, they apparently should be known as common scugs, which <gasps> is the name by which all squirrels are called here, as are all cats called are called puss. Let's bring that back. Scugs. Puss and scugs. Well, puss, Indeed. I feel like it's still around, but like yeah. not. Yeah, bring back scug. 
Skug, Bug and a Rug. He had the whole like random like children's Bug and a Rug. Yeah. Here's Skug and a Rug. Skug has a bug in a rug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, so mine is Franklin Pierce and Rachel's is Benjamin Franklin. Let us know which American founding father and or the person a founding person of your own country you think was probably gay let us know in your review or just dm us if you don't have apple Podcasts, because you know i'm just interested in everyone's answers (laughs) and send us recommendations for books you want us to do i would just like to note that benjamin franklin was 67 years old when he wrote that this was no youthful no he was absolutely yeah yeah you, I mean, you can't write that kind of poetry as a young man. Like, that's, that's the type of talent that comes with age. Yeah. <laughs> He'd already fucked his way through France by then. Syphilis makes some people go crazy and it gives other people powers. Superpowers from syphilis. Anyway, on that, on that note, on that note Godspeed, Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed, comrades. <laughs>